This podcast is supported by Conspiracy Unlimited. Richard Serrett is a regular guest host on Coast to Coast AM, the most listened to late night radio program in the world. Now you can hear Richard on his podcast, Conspiracy Unlimited, three days a week. Political intrigue and scepterfuge, conspiracies, the paranormal, UFOs, alternative energy, and more. New episodes drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Conspiracy Unlimited, following the truth wherever it leads. Listen and subscribe at conspiracyunlimitedpodcast.com. Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast, a studio DNA podcast. We're available on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. You can become a patron of our show and the Studio DNA Network by going to patreon.com slash studio DNA to find out more. Now, here's the show. Robot after the uh, intro is Skynet. <laughs> um, so, uh, welcome everyone to the Horror Movie Podcast, the greatest podcast um, talking about horrible movies and the greatest podcast today that you're listening to talking about Terminator Genesis. Unless you went on a binge watch a uh, listening spree and listened to other shows that were talking about Terminator Genesis, because I feel like um, based on it's like what 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. I guarantee yeah. you there's some other shows that have covered Terminator, Terminator, Genesis, Come With Me If You Want to Live, not uh, Get to the Chopper. That's the other uh, Arnold uh, run away from scary objects uh, or things uh, uh, I, show. I have, since you brought up uh, ratings and stuff like that, Rotten Tomatoes is 26, Metacritic is 38, which is, that's really low for Metacritic. Mm-hmm. Um, IMDb is 6.5, it's like 65%. Pretty solid. I, I, I really think the critics were harder on the movie than most of the moviegoers. That's true. But. And we'll get into the uh, actual uh, money made, and we'll talk a little bit about that, too. Uh, but first, I want to say, Jake Wilburn, welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having me. I just arrived from the future. Great to be here. <laughs> Do you have any messages for us from the future? I don't think you're ready to hear what I have to say about that yet. He does have a, a stack of sports almanacs, though, so we appreciate you, Jake. Thanks for bringing that sports <laughs> almanac. You're welcome. Uh, that was my primary mission, is to help you guys. I <laughs> wondered why I blinked, and all of a sudden, uh, this became a uh, a futuristic Biff world. <laughs> I did. It was with Biff running everything. It, it was hard to find some clothes on the way here, though. Um, okay, so check this out. Um, Terminator Genesis is our movie. Uh, Jake, do you like the Terminator franchise? Yes, I. I'm a big fan of the Terminator franchise. The original Terminator movie Terminator. is one of my top ten favorite movies. I love that movie. It's almost more like a monster flick, uh, and I really enjoy it. I've watched all of everything that's come out that's Terminator-related. Never read any of the comics or anything, so I know there's more to the very dis- now disjointed lore, but uh, I, I didn't mind the Christian Bale one. 
the Sarah Connor Chronicles on oh yeah the show. Uh, the show it ran for two seasons. It was really good. Really? Yes. Still worth watching. Still, I would recommend it. Summer Glau. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah Connor. From, she's the from pro- Firefly. Yeah, she's thing. the Protector Terminator, and it's it's good. It's probably. Cool. Second to the original, it's probably my favorite piece of Terminator. But yeah, I'm I'm a fan of the the series. Yeah. Cool. Well, very good. I've seen every Terminator, uh, every every movie possible. I've not watched a single episode of Sarah Connor, Sarah Connor Chronicles. I did hear really good things about that show. Like a lot of people really liked it. Yeah, it's worth watching. You know, Summer Glau was in it. Um, <laughs> I've seen that? I've seen the first two movies and this one, the one that we're talking about. But yeah, and you're probably in the boat with most people. Okay. And of course, Terminator One and Two is what everybody really knows because those are the best ones. When T two that when Terminator Two came out, were, were you just like over the moon for it? So um, I think I'm a little bit younger than you guys, and I was not really old enough to watch. It was like one of my first <laughs> rated R movies. I went over to a friend's house and a sleepover. Mm-hmm. My mom came to pick me up, and I was like, I watched Terminator Two, and she was like, Oh, I can't believe, like you're not going over to his house again. It's rated R. <laughs> um, but it was good. I, of course, uh, yeah, especially when you're that age and you're watching this, like, whoa, people are getting shot. I mean, it's like mind blown. It's graphic, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Jake is our resident uh, video game superstar, especially retro games. The Terminator 2 video game, the arcade version of this, has a shooter, has a gun mounted, and you yeah. shoot uh, the uh, liquid metal. Uh, what's that actor's name that plays T, the, the T- original T1000? Yeah. I don't know. There's one. There's He's a, in X-Files. He was the second uh, detective that takes over from Mulder on X-Files. Uh, I, well, and I think even at the arcade that they have here at the uh, Incredible Pizza, I think there's a Terminator game. But it's all set in the future, you know, in the future part where they're all yeah. the, oh, they're in the ro- factory. robot skeleton and type they're, stuff. They're in the robot factory. It's pretty good. It's got the vibration. I mean, you yeah. really, it like shakes when you shoot it and stuff. Yeah. It's good. That's actually the Chuck E. Cheese uh, anim- animatronic factory that they um, filmed that in, that video game. Speaking of uh, going back to what you were saying about the gore and stuff like that, um, you know the, the first couple movies obviously being R rated. Right. Uh, this one was PG thirteen. Is that is that a first for the series? Um, that seems like I a, think it bounced back and forth because I think um, was Salvation rated R. To look, I think it was rated. I'm R. gonna look it up because okay. I mean it felt very different. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. Uh, no, you're right. Salvation was PG thirteen. T three. I think PG, I think that was. T three was R, so the first three was R. Yeah, so the the first three were R, and then and then starting with Salvation, they they've been PG thirteen. T three did not feel like an R movie. No, yeah, um, like but, the first. I remember T two being very R rated. <laughs> like, yeah, t- yeah, it is. Oh, for sure. And so was the first one. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to welcome everybody in our live chat today. If you're listening on the podcast version of this or on the radio, obviously you're not listening in the uh, live chat, but uh, and you, you can't be a part of it, but. We have a very nice active live chat. Uh, go to Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA, and you can listen to all the uh, Studio DNA shows uh, and, and live when they're on live, and you can also uh, uh, <laughs> participate in the live chat as well. So welcome, live chatters. We have some great ones. We'll be giving you shout-outs shout throughout the show. Uh, before we get going too far, I want to tell you about some details of this movie because it is time, my friends. It is time for some deets. The details of the movie, Terminator Genesis. I don't know what that was all about. (laughs) Terminator. Terminator Genesis. Uh, Genesis. G-E-N-I-S-Y-S. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) You thought this movie was about Adam and Eve? Nope. It's about 
computer system. We, we want to make it as hard to, hard to look up as in Google as possible. Yes. Uh, directed by Alan Taylor. Produced by David Ellison. Feel free to chime in on any factoids you have for this, Jake and Phil. Uh, produced by David Ellison. Written by Leda Calagritis. Said that wrong. Sorry, Leda. Uh, Leda. Uh, Patrick Luzier. And then based on James Cameron's uh, characters. Cast of thousands of characters. Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jason Clark, Amelia Clark, who is the mother of dragons and also the mother of John Connor. Uh, and um, Jay Courtney, J.K. Simmons plays a cool character in this movie. Yeah. Deo Okinye, good job. And the Doctor, uh, Doctor Who, Matt Smith. You guys watch Doctor Who? Not a Doctor Who fan. Nope. No, Doc, yeah, I, I like the Doctor Who. Um, he is my second favorite Doctor behind David Tennant. Uh, Courtney B- Vance and Lee Byung Hoon. Uh, he plays the first. Uh, oh, the the first. Uh, the T one thousand. Terminator T one thousand. We see in the movie. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, this is a uh, Skydance production distributed by Paramount Pictures. A release date in the U.S. of July first, two thousand fifteen. Uh, it was released in Germany first. Uh, shout out to all the all our uh, folks speaking German in the uh, live chat today. Because this movie was released in Berlin. Opening day was June 22nd. First. Oh, wow. Huh. It was there first. And then a budget of $158 million and a box office of $440 million. That's a good profit. That's pretty good. Yeah, they made, uh, they made a lot of money. Well, they movie. did, but you're going to get some factoids here because I'm introducing a new segment. And it is called Three Fun Facts. That's right. It's Three Fun Facts. Uh, first, the budget. You know, the movie uh, Terminator Genesis grossed $89.7 million in North America. Total? And, yeah, and 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 $350 million in other territories. So worldwide, that $440 um, was predominantly overseas. Wow. Yeah. Um, T2000, or uh, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, is the only Terminator movie to gross more money. Really? Than yeah. its budget. This is, no, 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 I'm saying... Oh, to, yes. to, to, okay, have a, gotcha. to have a bigger gross than this movie right, in the right. Terminator franchise. So this is the second highest grossing Terminator movie. Interesting. Pretty crazy. That is and crazy. then um, they, they uh, the production budget for this was $155 million, uh, and it estimated uh, spent $100 million on marketing. Wow. Uh, I, I think so, people were excited to have Arnold back, and I, I, that would be my guess of why he probably carried most of the most of the weight for this movie. So what they, whatever they paid for him, which was probably a lot, yeah. it was probably worth it. They needed him in there. Uh, it's like when you put The Rock in a movie, you're probably going to get some sort of return on investment. Uh, fun fact number two, uh, and Phil, you and I watched this pay-per-view, but Triple H, whenever he fought Sting uh, in WWE at WrestleMania 31, to promote this movie, they had Triple H ride out, and he had this whole T, uh, T-1000 uh, Terminator set and this outfit he came out in riding a motorcycle. Really? Yeah, pretty I'll cool. I'll have to look that up. And then uh, third fun fact, boy, Pepsi Max makes an appearance <laughs> in a big way. Yeah. Uh, it's not even a soda anymore. It's like Pepsi Zero now. Uh, but Pepsi Max makes a huge appearance. They crush a couple soda machines. And I just wanted to uh, give a plug to Pepsi Max. Pepsi Max, zero calories, <laughs> but flavor, flavor to the max. That's right, Pepsi Max. Go ahead and try one today. The other big product placement in the movie was Nike. Like They were featured very prominently in a couple sure. scenes. Um, well, very, very good. You know what? I was going to do this on the other side of the break, but we're going to go ahead and do the 30 to the second to the synopsis. 30-second synopsis. Jake, are you ready for fun? This, you know... I, wait, wait, wait. How do you, who's ready for wait, fun? 
I'm going to defend Jake for a second. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this 30-second synopsis is impossible. There's well, no way. And that's what I, was, I, I feel. I'm pretty proud of my prior 30-second synopsis. Solid, I, I, yeah. Man, I don't know if I can do it I, for this one. I don't envy you. Without either getting it totally wrong and in the time frame or going over and trying to get it right. We don't have to worry about time frame on this movie. It's 30 because seconds. Because it jumps around everywhere, all over, <laughs> all over time. Oh, this is going to be hard. Uh, it's the Back to the Future of Cyborg movies. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? I'm, I'm 30 try. seconds synopsis, Jake Wilburn, Terminator, Genesis. Go. In the Terminator future, John Connor sends back Kyle Reese who goes back to 1984, doesn't get the pass that he expected. Sarah Connor is already a trained uh, warrior, and there's a Terminator helping him, or helping her. And so then they then go forward to 2017 to the new Skynet timeline and try to stop it, but John Connor's actually a bad guy and tries to stop them. And it's an iPhone app. Yeah, it's an iPhone app, and John Connor uh, apparently has been in the past for a long time and has helped them set up this new company. Yeah. So weird. Uh, okay, well, we're coming up on the break. When we come back, folks, we're going to talk about the plot of this movie and so many other great things. More horrible uh, Arnold impression, impersonations, I'm sure. <laughs> and uh, here we go. We, hey, we'll be back. We're back. So check it out. Uh, we have the Horror Movie Podcast is what you're listening to. And we've got Terminator Genesis as a movie. want to welcome Jake Wilburn. Jake. Hello again. Uh, and producer Phil's in the house. I'm back. He's back. Come with me if you want to live. Yes. Get to the chopper. <laughs> That's the wrong Arnold movie. Um, uh, again, folks, uh, check us out. Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA if you want to listen to the live uh, performance of this and uh, get involved with live chat uh, when you're listening. Here we go. So plot-wise, um, I'm going to tell you right now, um, Phil and I at lunch were talking about this. In the Terminator world, it's similar to um, how every if if you restart Batman or if you restart Spider Man, you're gonna find out the same origin stories over and over again. Now this one is timeline. Well, I, I I'm not saying it's the same thing. Yeah, did they restart it? They didn't restart it. Yeah, it's, but I'm saying you're 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 retold the same stories a lot of times. Is all I'm saying. Different versions of the same stories. Yes. But this yes. is and this is more a soft reboot. Like I I likened it to like Star Trek, the way J.J. Abrams kind of. You know, re-timelined, re-soft rebooted the franchise, or like Days of Future Past, X Men stuff. Like, you know, they they want a new cast, they want a new you know story to tell or whatever. Yeah. And so they they basically use time travel as a mechanism to to soft Make reboot the yeah. I mean, they definitely T one and T two are definitely canon in this because they there's so much that comes from Terminator one, Terminator two. It seems like they're just ignoring T three and Salvation, and that was it was it was I didn't like that, but yeah. Yeah, the, the premise for this movie basically is that, um, like the original movie, they jumped from 2029 to 1984, which is basically right before John Connor is born. Um, in this movie, the first Terminator goes all the way back to 1973 and goes like 11 years even before the events of the yeah, first Sarah movie. Sarah Connor's nine and he rescues yeah. her, yeah. And raises her. And so, like, she's 20 by the time 1984 rolls around, but she's not like the waitress at the restaurant anymore. Right. Like, she's. She's a bad A that's like, you know, kicking butts and taking taking names and she's she's like in the know about everything and she, and and so that changes the whole timeline. Yeah, she like, is the Sarah Connor from Terminator two in Terminator One. Yeah, yeah. 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 And she because of that, because of that major change to 
like those 11 years are different. By the time you get to 1984, all of the previous events are like non-existent. Like they basically re- rewrote the whole series. Yeah, with, I see what you're saying. With a soft reboot. Yeah, so. I see what you're saying. So John Connor is the leader of the resistance. He in every incantation, incantation, incarnation of incarnation in Harry Potter. Every version. Um, every version of uh, the Terminator, we have John Connor leading the charge. In this one, he's a fully developed uh, leader. Uh, the uh, Kyle Reese is the person that gives us the narration in this movie to start out with. He was, would you say Kyle Reese is just technically the main character? Uh, probably. Is Kyle Reese the main character or is the original Terminator the main character? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Do you feel like Kyle Reese, who, by the way, folks, spoiler alert, uh, even in the original Terminator, he is the person, he is John Connor's father. Right. Even though he's younger than John Connor. Right. Or in the original one, I don't know if he's maybe the same age yeah. as John Connor, or he's depicted as the same age. Yeah. But uh, kind of interesting right there. It is. A, that, that is always an interesting dynamic that you get to find out at the end of the first one. You're like, ah, <laughs> yeah. did he know? Yeah. <laughs> did he know is the question. Right. So um, they are got, take taking on Skynet. It's the same Skynet we've all come to know and love. They're evil, uh, uh, evil technology run, run amok. Uh, AI has taken over. It's kind of similar to the Matrix, how the Matrix works. The machines are winning. At at one point, the machines win, and the humans are the resistance fighting against the robots. Right. And they try, and the Matrix, you know, the first time people see the Matrix, they always have to kind of rewatch it. And they're like, wait, what, what did I just watch? And what's that? I felt like the plot of this movie was almost just as convoluted, where it's like, you got to watch this twice to like really. Because it was so disjointed and the timeline stuff, and Arnold tries to explain it like he's kind of that person to to you know try to explain. And I was like, "What is he even saying right, right now? I have no idea." I um Arnold Arnold has to try to explain it. He is uh we 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 meet uh like I said we meet John Connor we meet Kyle Reese. Kyle Reese is saved by John Connor uh, as a little kid. He then as he grows up becomes part of this resistance. Becomes one of, uh, becomes as John Connor would say, you're my basically my right hand, uh, you're my right arm, or whatever he says. And um, it's not cyber, cybernetic, or it's not a, a robot arm or anything. Uh, and he, uh, basically, there comes this part in the movie where um, the they're attacking Skynet's main laboratory, uh, and Skynet is losing, the robots are losing, and so they're about ready to take on the final spot, but John Connor describes this weapon that they have in Skynet that if they're going to lose, they'll use the weapon. And the weapon, what's it turn out to be? A time machine. Oh, yeah. And they send the Terminator. Is that the original Terminator back in time or a new Arnold-looking Terminator? Your guess is as good as mine. I'm going to assume that was was supposed to be the original Arnold Terminator, but he killed himself, basically. When he, yeah. when he showed up. I think it's pretty clear that it, they sent him to 1984. Yeah. But but the good Terminator, the the one that becomes one of the protagonists of the movie, has already been there for 11 the years. The 1979 Terminator. Yeah. Or whatever, or 73, whenever, yeah. Or, yeah, 73, yeah, whatever. The, the 70s Terminator. The 73 yeah. Terminator's already yeah. been there for 11 years. He's waiting for him, and they end up, like, sniping him. Yeah, which was it. awesome. It was cool. It, it was, like, the, the first 20 minutes of the movie, I was just like... Wow, this is deja vu from the first movie yeah. or the yeah the very it first movie. It was almost scene by scene, yeah, accurate. And I, and I thought that was, was really awesome. It was amazing how they brought it into like 2018 cinema, 
and made little changes to it. Bill Paxton was in like the original scene uh, from the 1984 Terminator. Um, and uh, so they recast everyone, obviously, but it was very like scene for scene. Like it was the same yep. like truck, the same uh, homeless guy in the alley giving yeah, them the his pun- pants. The punks like, and looking at the viewfinder. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, yeah. and then even, you know, you mentioned Nike, like the shoes he puts on and then yep. he's in that uh, the area with all the clothes and that abandoned area stuff where Kyle Reese is like sneaking around. I mean, all that's, I thought, and that's why the first, I don't know, third uh, of the movie or maybe the first like 20, 25 minutes was awesome. I love how they redid all, because I love the original. Yeah. I thought they did a fantastic job of like, okay, this history is obviously different. Yeah. But they used, it's like, because it's a different version of the same timeline. I thought it was wonderfully done. Where where I start having a problem with the movie is past that point when, you know, Sarah... Uh, Connor and Kyle Reese finally meet up and then they they finally get away from the T-1000 and they kind of settle down and he's like, okay, what's going on? Why is this different? Boop! And the, that's, yeah. how, that's when the movie starts going down. So it, I actually hit pause about 20 minutes into the movie and I was like, it like did I not get the memo on this movie? Like, is this just a remake of the original movie? Because yeah. it feels like that the first 20 minutes and then obviously when... When the T eight hundred, the bad T eight hundred from Terminator one gets killed in like the first two yep. minutes, I was yep. just like, okay, and this is not a remake. <laughs> yeah, it's completely different. So good. So so, yeah. so well um, done. It's basically that idea in Hollywood where we have multiple timelines and we and we have remnants from other timelines. So Arnold, as the character, the original Arnold uh, Terminator, is in time. Someone has sent him back to nineteen seventy three, right, to raise. Yeah, uh, Sarah Connor. Yeah, the good guys. Because the they, the they kill Skynet or the bad robots. They kill Sarah Connor's parents. That's what I did. I gather that later yes. in the story, and they at blow the lake, up their, at lake, their house lake house or whatever. Yeah. right. Because her dad's like, "Run away and don't look back." Straight line. And draws <laughs> a straight line. And draws a straight line on her hand as the lake house is blowing up. Apparently. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and so she runs and swims at the dock, and yeah, he pulls her out. So they have um, we we uh, have John Connor. The uh, the aliens, the uh, Terminator people, the bad guys, they have sent uh, Arnold into the the bad Arnold, the original evil Arnold, into the past, just like the original movie would have them do. However, John Connor gets there, and he's gathered around. Who wants to travel into the past uh, to meet my mom, to hang out with my mom, and uh, you can... Uh, and everybody, my, who everybody to, in the room's like, "Oh, your mom? Yeah, I'll she's go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it." And so they, uh, Kyle Reese ends up being the winner. He gets on the uh, platform, tra- starts to travel in time as he sees Matt Smith, uh, the doctor, uh, Doctor Who, uh, grab John Connor, and his hand lights up, and he puts it around his mouth, and that's the last thing John uh, Kyle, Kyle Reese sees. And we we don't really know what happened either. Kyle Reese goes into the past. He's no clothes because you can't wear clothes into this thing. Uh, and so he gets into the past in 1984. Uh, this is when Sarah Connor shows up uh, at the at the place of the clothing place or wherever they get clothes at, or he gets clothes at. And uh, actually, he steals from a homeless guy first. First, yeah, yeah. And then anyway, they end up fight, 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 fight with this liquid metal Terminator thing. Yeah, which that was awesome too. How they this, the T1000 from Terminator Two. I know it's a different guy, but same yeah. same. There, he's in that Terminator 1 universe too. And so there's this part where they're all fighting, where they're fighting both the Terminator from the original and the Terminator from Terminator. I was like, oh, this is so yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. And so um, they uh, have a big fight. Uh, they end up, uh, Kyle Reese can't believe that the original Terminator, Arnold, 
which uh, Sarah Connor calls Pops, by the way. So his nickname is Pops the whole movie. Okay. So, Regular Arnold. Okay, so <laughs> speaking of him not believing that, so they're in the truck together, and Arnold's in the back, and, you know, he g- looks back there, and he's like, oh, my God, it's a Terminator, you know, and, like, he tries to shoot it, whatever. Yeah. She she obviously knows Kyle Reese is going to come back. She knows what's up. I don't understand why she didn't take a second and go, okay, hold on. Before you open that door, just yeah. so you know, there's a good Terminator back there. Let me explain this before you freak out. Right. She just lets him open the door right. and let a, a gun battle ensue in the back of the truck. Right. And uh, they uh, then are trying to basically uh, figure out why the – or he's trying to figure out why the why this past has been this way. Um they also are trying to figure out what their next move is. Is this correct? Being chased down by these Terminators? They eventually kill the liquefied Terminator, right? How do they kill him? Um, okay, so she has a... Uh, they're in like this big steam room, or they're in this underground sewer thing, and yeah. she eventually shoots a bunch of like uh, hot water pipes. She, she had laid a trap for him, basically. Yeah, which she did partially with this spray bottle she just happened to have on her belt. It was nice. like, like the, the bat uh, shark repellent spray yes, from yes, Batman. She's like, oh, I've got the spray <laughs> bottle. And uh, and so that's how they end up killing him. Arnold is holding him. They're safe from the water, and he like sticks out his hand into the boiling water, and he essentially melts. Yeah. Which it's probably the, wouldn't It's be. this elaborate trap that she set up and yeah. basically leads the bad guy back to you so that he, they can kill him. Uh, so then they, uh, how do they make their time machine? Because they have to make a time machine. They figure out that they had to travel to 1997. Yeah, so he's made, they've made all of it, except they're missing one piece, which they needed a destroyed Terminator for. Yeah, they've had the the last 11 years to basically yeah. work on this time machine. Which, but- the, which after killing that Terminator, they yes. got the CPU yeah. out of him, and that's what they, that's the piece of future tech that they needed to actually activate it. MacGuffin, if you will. Uh, so they um, end up going to 1997. What happens in 1997? They, no, they, they don't go to 1997. They don't, because that's part of the conversation. Kyle Reese talks them out of it, takes them to 2017. Yeah. Because Kyle Reese has been having these dreams yep. uh, about Genesis. G-E-N-I-S-Y-S. That's Genesis. <laughs> Genesis. Try it today, Genesis. <laughs> he's having memories that didn't happen, like from an alternate timeline. He's having, right. Yeah. Um. So they then he talks them into traveling to 2017. Yep. Uh, old man Pops Terminator cannot travel because his skin won't allow it. So Kyle and uh, the mother of dragons, For, Khaleesi. Foreshadowing, uh, by the they, way. They get onto the platform. Uh, Scott Bakula is there, and they quantum leap into the uh, future, 2017. And they're trying to stop this app named Genesis. Yeah, which Genesis. Con- which connects. It's Not been- Sega Genesis. Genesis. No, this is a different Genesis. It connects uh, all of your devices to one network, essentially. It, like it's very Black Mirror. It's it's, it's kind of like you know if, that all the stuff that we love, like we have iCloud that syncs our phone and our laptop and everything like that together. What if it was really nefarious? So that's kind of right. Weird. I get that. And hold on a sidebar here for a second. I get that. Um, you know, they're kind of being chased most of the time. And they got stuff to do. He's from Kyle Reese from a dystopian future, and he never once like. T- looks at the buildings or is like, what is that? Or like, I mean, he's never seen any of this stuff. And then especially in like 2017, there's never even a second where he's just like taking in the, you know, I think like, (laughs) dude, if all you knew is ashes and robot, you know, trying to kill you, you'd take a second and be like, wow, these buildings are crazy. Um, 
They definitely well, he did. He did live through it though. Like they they're just they're jumping from twenty twenty nine. So like when he would have been, he was born after. Judgment Day. Yeah, he he was born after Judgment Day because the original. This is oh, where, gotcha. This is yeah, where, yeah, yeah. This, is okay. where <laughs> this movie gets really gotcha. hard to follow. Yeah, because there was the original Judgment Day, which, which he was born which was, in ninety seven. Nineteen. Well, two thousand four was the one in Terminator Three. See this? Where that? What's happening, folks? Exactly. There's right. so many of these <laughs> time scenes. Now we did this in this movie, right? And that ended this, but then we had but they, this. They and ignored ended the, Terminator Three in this one. So Judgment Day's in ninety seven. He was born after ninety seven, and so. That's why when he starts having having these memories he never had of it's a, a childhood of an, yeah, in a normal house. It's in house. Mayberry. It's right. got a wraparound porch. Right. There's a swing in the front yard. It's beautiful. Because in the alternate timeline, he's born before Judgment Day in a trash in a, me, a metallic trash pile with a cyborg head or a robot heads laying, laying everywhere with human skulls as well. Right. So he, yeah, in this in this timeline, he was born in, basically in 2005 because they say he was 12. Um, and when they okay, right. when they jumped to 2017, he's 12. Yeah, and they find his 12 12 year old um, doppelganger because they have the same fingerprints. Yeah, so they travel back and or they travel to 2017. They get arrested immediately. Um, Pops uh, Terminator says, "I'll be there. I'll be there for you whenever it's time for me to pick you up." And then he's like, the, "He's at the under uh, the." Underpass. He didn't make it on time. They got <laughs> no. dropped on the overpass. That was, he got stuck that in was, traffic. That was stuck in traffic. Thing. And he even makes that joke at some point. They're like, "You had twenty years, or whatever it was, yeah. right. you know, twenty three years to to. You had one job, basically, is what they tell him. And he's just like, I got stuck in stuck in traffic. I'm like, no, really? No. No. <laughs> so they um, so so he's there. Um, that he helps bail. No, they eventually escape themselves out of jail. But then all of a sudden, who shows up? Uh, John Connor, oh, much to their no. shock. They're like, how are you here? And they're hugging him and everything's great. Well, they're so happy to see him, yeah. But then the Terminator busts in, uh, pops Terminator, and automatically shoots him. Yep. And they're like, you killed John Connor. What are you doing? This was your mission all along. So you were, because Kyle, Kyle Reese is, is, very, still, is still convinced. Yes, he doesn't that, trust them. Correct. Uh, so they shoot him, and uh, then they're like, they're, uh, Kyle, uh, basically Kyle Reese attacks him, has a gun, Terminator pops Terminator. That's Grandpa Terminator grabs uh, Kyle Reese by the throat and then uh, lets him loose. And then all of a sudden, in the background, you hear this sound, this digital sound. And uh, Ky- uh, John Connor is being put back together by these nano nano robots or whatever. Nanites. Nanites. <laughs> Nanites. I just made that up. No, I, another, I think that's probably that's right. from another movie. That's from Gamer. So they, <laughs> so they, these nanites, have uh, they put him back together and he's healed. And now they realize he's a robot, and he goes, "No, I'm I am John Connor, basically, but also a robot, but also a robot." And so now we know what happens when Kyle was jumping yes. from 2029. Like when yeah. when that weird thing was happening to his neck, he was basically be turning. He's being turned. A human was being turned into yes. a Terminator, which was new for the series. I, yes, I don't think they'd ever done. So that they before, have so. they figured out the technology to do this to people. So now the whole point of Genesis is going to be all the people are going to be turned into. I assumed, yeah. Into uh, robot people because in the in the future pod people earlier in the movie in the future they were under the impression that they had destroyed Skynet and the Terminators like they they infiltrate their base all the robots you know fall and collapse and they're like we've we've pretty much won the battle all we have left to do is we missed one Terminator that just got into that time machine that's going to go kill Sarah Connor yes so the future's secure now we got to go secure the past but Skynet 
basically had a backup plan, I guess, and so that's when they took over John Connor's body, and then they, yeah. they were just going to spread through the humans. They had created these sleeper cell, basically, these sleeper agents, and put them, and they could take the form of humans. Right. So, pretty crazy stuff right there. Um, well, I, rep, thought, yeah. I thought the John Connor is really the bad guy was uh, kind of a neat twist. So, it, it's interesting. That is probably one of my main reasons why I don't like the movie. Oh, oh really? Yeah. To see him as a bad guy. Yeah, I didn't like that plot element okay. at all. Well, we'll elaborate more on that, and we'll finish the plot stuff up and head on to some other things when we come back. Be right back. And we're back. Uh, Horror Movie Podcast here. Uh, my name's Jack. We've got F- producer Phil to my right. Hello. Across the studio table, we have the most talented person ever, Jake Wilburn. Thank you. You came with me, and now you have lived. You want to leave. <laughs> Um, so check this out. We're going to finish the plot up here and then we're going to move on to some other things. Uh, so John Connor has traveled into the past, uh, has been a, uh, associate for this technological company that's created Genesis and Genesis G E N I S Y S. Try it today. Genesis. Uh, they are, uh, trying to make this new interface. Your whole life will be synced up with the Ford, uh, Ford fusion. You'll be inside the Ford Fusion and or the Ford Edge. In fact, we'll cross over. It'll be in a Chevy product too, uh, and it will sync up your whole life. Your phone, uh, your tablets, your emails, your toaster, uh, your uh, showers—they're all going to be synced up on through one device. Uh, Genesis. That's right. Genesis. G E N I S Y S. Genesis, try, download it today. Pre-order it today. Pre-order today. Yep. You'll you'll for, never forgive yourself if you're doomed. So the the guy that's pushing Genesis is the the son of. They're both new actors for the series, but he's the son of the guy that that started. Um, in, ter- in Terminator Two, the guy. That, what's the name of the company? I can't uh, Cyberdyne. Cyberdyne. Yeah, yeah. So like Cyberdyne existed, but they never created, you know, the the robots, or whatever. But now his son is going to do it in this timeline. Yes. So, so they are. Uh, he's working with them. John Connor has sought them out and has been like, "Look, I got. I, we're going to show you how to make these robots. We're going to show you how to make this technology. We're going to come up with this awesome, very interactive product. People are uh, obedient to their phones now. It's going to be an easy way." To take over the world. So, John Connor, not John Connor, Kyle uh, Reese and Pops, uh, Pops Terminator and Amelia Clark's character, uh, Sarah Connor, they're all privy to this, though, and they get what's happening now. And so, their job now is to stop Genesis. Thanks to his memories that didn't happen. <laughs> right. He knew because he had told himself in this memory, Genesis is Skynet. Yes. Ha- Finkel, and Einhorn- Finkel is Einhorn. Laces out, Dan. Sorry, that's an Ace Ventura reference. Sorry. Um, so that's a different movie. That's um, hilarious. So they um, decide they're going to stop the robots. They go into the uh, bowels of the factory, and they start killing the, the other robots. Or not? They, they start stopping the technology from happening. Yeah. Um, they have one a one-on-one face-off at the end with a little bit of uh, Matt Smith's uh, character. And then, then it, uh, he ends up, John Connor shows up and ends up, they have a big fight, big massive boss fight at the end. Yeah. And they kill him. Right? Yeah. And you think for a moment that the that po- the Pops Terminator is dead. Because. Because they, they kill him in the time machine. Because yeah. like, as you referenced earlier, only mm-hmm. you can't, you know, the metallic or whatever, he couldn't go through. So the Pops Terminator grabs John Connor and they activate the time machine, not to time travel, but essentially to self-destruct. Yes. And which 
if the original T100 went through the time machine, I'm not sure why they can't do it now. I, but I was a little confused yeah, by that, it's too. Yeah, it's weird. But, so, his head, like, flies out. They're fighting as the time machine is spinning, and the Terminator's head flies out and lands into the <laughs> g- the goo that makes the T-1000, you know, the, the movable metallic or whatever. And so now he is an upgraded version and he can do all the stuff that the T-1000 can do and like mold himself and, and whatever. Interesting. Yeah, he does that at the very end. He like, because they think he's gone and then you see this like ma- the, the knife looking thing kind of come through the door and he's like, I'm upgraded. I'm upgraded version. <laughs> um, they, uh, he, very smart though, the magnets that you, he used, they figured out using a, a MRI machine, MRI. MRI machine yeah. a huge magnet in there and they uh, use, they find out that John Connor, the Terminator version of John Connor, is uh, impervious. Not no, is perv. Wait, never mind. Is, Vulner- vulnerable. Is vulnerable. Impervious <laughs> to that. I'm not sure. Pervious. I'm not sure it's a word. Impervious, <laughs> not a word. And if it is, probably not meaning the same thing I meant. It to- <laughs> he doesn't like it. Don't underestimate me. You need to estimate me. All right. So there we go. So th- then, uh, in a cut scene, by the way, in the uh, credit scene there. Uh, you find out the core of Genesis survived, leaving open another movie, but they're not probably going to make another one. Well, they did have two sequels signed on. Like that when they made it, they were like, all right, we, we've got a contract out for two sequels because James Cameron gets the rights back to Terminator next year. How's that happen? I don't know. Some legal Someone work. bought him away from a creation he made? Think yeah. about that. So he gets it back next year, and so they were going to make— Of course, they were also going to make two sequels out of the Salvation version too with uh christian bale christian bale and they didn't do that so who and that's part of why the terminator series is so disjointed is because it's, it's had all these little side missions and side notes and they're not related some of them right, are not related not really, and, and then like oh wait we're not gonna go that way we're gonna go and it keeps being rebooted or kind of redone and i think and, it throws fans off th- fans off a lot like i think it's oh, like sure so there is a movie coming out next year um i don't know that it's been titled yet but it's in november of, of next year so a little over a year from this recording and they like they've already gone on record and saying like they're basically pretending like this movie didn't exist. Of like, course, like Genesis is because why not? Yeah, I mean, it, I, they can do whatever they want. It's time travel. Like there are no rules, right. and so like they're basically just going back to the original timeline. I think and just pretending that Genesis didn't even happen. Wow. <laughs> so um, yeah. and like I think a lot of that was because probably just because the reviews were so bad. The critics were really hard on this movie. Um, Amelia Clark. Shortly after the movie release, she's like, "I won't be back for a second one." She, I think they had some troubles on the set, is is what I read. Like, Alan or whatever is the director's name was, um, yeah, Alan Taylor. She said that like he just wasn't having a good time. Like he he was it was begrudging to come to work, and like that kind of rubbed off on a lot of the actors. I could see that. And so like she was like, "If they're making a second one, I won't come back for it." As huh. Sarah, it comes so, through. It comes through on the movie. Yeah, I think. So, yeah, I mean, for all those reasons, they didn't do a second or a third movie, and it sounds like the next movie's just going to forget about it entirely. Well, let's so. do this. Let's um, talk about some goods and bads of this movie. Where are some goods on this movie? So the first uh, 20 minutes. Good. You know, I, I, I loved it, and I would almost just watch it and just hit stop there. Like that, once they kill the T-1000 in that big steam scene, I think I'm good. I think I'm done. I don't need the rest of it. There was... Some decent action scenes, but like when you think of Terminator One, you can just in your head envision some really great, you know, chase. You got the scene in the truck, and I mean, like the action scenes in that movie are super memorable. Yes, right. You got the scene at the police station, like that's just so iconic. 
Terminator 2, you've got them on the motorcycle running through the, you know, ditch and the truck, like, and some great scenes. In this one, it's like, if, if it, give me like six months, and if I'd be like, hey, Jack, remember Terminator, what was, what was your favorite action scene in that movie? You'd be like, yeah. uh. So the action scenes were good. I'm not saying they were bad, but they weren't, they weren't, uh, they weren't memorable, but, and I'll just, I'm going to move to bads because yeah, go to my, bads. my only good is, is the first 20 minutes and Amelia Clark, I thought, did an excellent version of Sarah Connor. She was I thought really she good. was really good. I think she's a good actress overall. Yeah, she. I thought that was a great casting decision. She's in Game of Thrones. I yeah. I haven't seen her in anything other yeah. than this movie. She wasn't, but was she the uh, Han Solo's love interest in she Solo? She was. Yeah. She is. Yeah. She's in Solo. Oh, she's and the, I, yeah. I haven't seen she's Solo the girl yet. In so. Solo. Okay. Yeah. And she so did a great job. She did good on that job too. Uh, so the. Other good. What do you guys think of um, Kyle Reese in this movie? Was uh, that was so acting wise? Is he okay? That or? was probably the the worst decision. The worst piece of the movie was that casting choice. The, it, in the in the original Terminator, Kyle Reese is almost like this. Uh, I don't know, sewer rat looking guy. Like oh, like he's he's definitely been through battle. He's been mm-hmm. like this, this guy co- looks like uh, a sub a suburban like young dad. He looks like, like, like like he's gonna coach the soccer team. He looks maybe. like a model. <laughs> Like he, yeah, like it's like, dude, he's got ripped. It's like he looks like he gets up every morning, shaves, put puts on his, you know, hair, his product, yeah. and, John, and it's like, dude, you're from a, a future where you're living in the sewers, and you've, ran, you've running been running for your, for your life, life all your entire and life, and he does not. And you his would age, you would awful. age and wither. Like John Connor, at least has these big scars on his face, like pretty massive scars. I've from uh, his, I've his, seen that actor in something. It's uh, his acting is so awful too. Like it's just they fall in love in two days, and it's so. I mean, it's almost like Anakin Skywalker and Padme yes. wooden as far as like them falling in love, and especially oh, his piece of it. The other thing about this movie is there was a lot of why, why, like stuff. Like for instance, there was the police officer that was there in 1984 that then like came back later. You know. And uh, first of all, that was totally unneeded. He did nothing for the plot. I don't right. know why that was <laughs> yeah. right. But he was in Los Angeles when the original Terminator was going on. Well, they resurfaced in San Francisco where the app's going to launch. And, oh, coincidentally, he's a cop there too. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and then they end up Gosh. in that, that, that sewer where they uh, kind of set up their base. She's like, I know a place. My dad used to take me here when I was little. Your dad used to drive up to San Francisco from L.A. to take you into a <laughs> sewer? Yeah, you know, and they're yeah. they're changing in this locker room. It's like, why do you like if it's just you and pops down here, and you apparently have been here before because you got our weapons. Why do you have a locker room? Wouldn't we just have a bedroom or like yeah. a bed, like <laughs> like like there were? And I have a whole li- we don't have time, but I have a whole list of stuff like that that I'm just like, this doesn't make any sense. You mean couple, give us yeah. a couple more real quick that that are off that, that make this a horrible movie because there are parts of this movie that I do enjoy. There are other parts of this movie that I'm like it's too jumpy. Okay, so it's back and forth and back and forth to I mean, and I'm not, I'm a big I love alternate timeline stuff and things like that, but it was like too much trying to have to explain yeah. to you why we're, oh, we're doing this because of this and blah, blah, blah. And then they leave out gaps. So tell us a little bit. So, okay. Off, well, off and just stuff. little stuff like I, I work at a hospital. Uh-huh. I know how MRI machines work. <laughs> Not accurate. What? In this movie at all. Wait a minute. We can't stop the, T, the T-1000s <laughs> yeah. and with the, nano, well, with the nanobites. He, and he's like, crank it up. You know? And yeah. then they just like, <laughs> shut. And then when you shut. Because people right? inside. Because people inside the MRI, MRI machine are like, What's that sound? Oh, we got to crank it up to really get into your skull. <laughs> right. E- and not I, only that, but even to shut it off yeah. is like this big pro- I mean, big like, red button. Oh yeah. my gosh. Like it's. I, even when he when he turned it back up, I was just like, I don't know if they start up that fast because right. like, it was literally it's like two seconds. <laughs> uh, then, okay, so 
these people are, are these unknown people, right? They're getting Homeland Security involved. Like when they first, you know, end up naked on the highway, they're put in the back of a truck by themselves, unsupervised, which would not happen. So then they go to the hospital where they're handcuffed on the bed and then left unsupervised while the local people wait for Homeland Security. Yeah. And so that's how he ends up getting out of his handcuffs because – I'm like, are you serious right now? Like nobody's. <laughs> and then John Connor walks in. He's like, I'm John Connor. I'm basically the evil Steve Jobs. They just let me into talking to the two true. suspects. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, what? Why, like, why, would, why? He, why would he like, be allowed is, to do this? Right. Yeah. And so that that kind <laughs> yeah. of stuff just drives me crazy because I'm like, this is not believable at all. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes. Um, so they meet the the young Kyle Reese. Uh, is fleeing when the building's like about to explode, you know, and so they like run into each other. Yeah. And he's like, you know, the straight line on your hand or whatever. Oh my gosh. Right. So at the end of the movie, Kauris has to go back and tell his younger self, Genesis is Skynet. Kinda, so that yeah. way he'll have the memories that yes. he had, you know. Well, Sarah Connor goes up to him first and is like, hi, little boy playing outside of your house alone. <laughs> I'm that stranger from the exploding building. Why did they go from. to her? I mean, I know, I know right. that they had and, to and implant the memory, basically. Right. Hey, you, but yeah. she walks in and she's like, I have somebody. Like, like they have some kind of a trust. Or like, I, I have somebody I need you to talk to. Is that okay? And he's like, mm-hmm. And then Kyle <laughs> Reese like comes up and is like, hey, little boy. I need you to remember something really important. I'm not even going to ask where your parents are right now. And I'm just going to like randomly come up to you. And <laughs> so you random. Remember. Right. And it's like. If you were a kid and you were fleeing from an exploding building and like happened to meet people and then they show up at your house in your front yard and start like, this he's, is he's, not. He's awfully calm for <laughs> right, all that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like what in the world? Exactly. Yeah. Um, can you I, get me, uh, Phil, can you pull up some, I want some kind of bouncy kind of fun, like almost game show kind of music, but I need it for like a commercial bid, like a, like just a commercial. While, while back, he's doing that. Backdrop. So. Just. I, don't know, it'll be hard I, I was going to give some like goods on the movie. No, I, give me some goods. I, I did like, and you already mentioned this. So I'm I'm just kind of stealing what you already said, but I, some of the action scenes I think were actually really cool to watch. There, yes. There's a a scene. There's things that you can do in the Terminator universe that you can't do in any other movie, like just throw humans at like a chopper, <laughs> like yes. it, like, I, <laughs> which, like which somehow he knew how to fly. He can fly a helicopter with no prior. Are you talking about Kyle? Kyle Reese. Yeah. yeah well, he's, well he's, he said that uh, John taught him how. But, uh, well, but oh, just, sure. like However, womp rats, just like shooting womp rats. Just like shooting womp rats. I think he did kind of insinuate that it was like over the course of a few weeks or something like that. Right. I don't I don't think it's enough time to learn how to fly one. Anyways, I, I did like the scene where um, Arnold Pops uh, jumps from their chopper through the other chopper. Like he, oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like oh, my he, gosh. He like skydives yes. into, an, into a helicopter, basically. That was cool. um, so there's some cool scenes. I again, I, I agree with you. I don't know that it's anything to the level of, of memorable, memorable like the first films, but there were a couple scenes where I was just like, "That was really cool." The bus scene was so, cool. I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did some really that pulling pulling Kyle Reese out of the bus as it's falling yes. was is actually is a scene I'll probably always remember. But um, um, the digital the, the nanobot thing where they it envelopes like it envelopes them at one point. I'm like, how did they not get infected by this? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're all everything's fine. Weird. Anyway, where would you rate this movie on a scale of one horrible to five horribles? One being uh, pretty bad, pretty bad as a movie, uh, and five uh, being egregious. Two. It's a two. Yeah, I really, really, really did not like Kyle Reese's character in this movie. Can you a talk lot. about that some? Because uh, you mentioned that, but then you haven't really explained uh, it. It's just so, in the first movie, it was perfect. It, it uh-huh. was just so, so well done. 
And like, I get it. It's gonna be a different actor, you know, it's a different timeline, whatever. But this guy, again, he's, he's a male model. He, even in a different movie, I just think he's a good actor. Yes. First of all, just secondly, for what this, the setting of this, uh, movie is, he wasn't appropriate. They needed somebody a little more rugged, a little more, even like not as buff. And, you know, he's got, he's got this, you know, eight pack abs and all that. And the acting was terrible. So just all around total, not a fit at all for this. Well, and let's yeah. go a uh, tag off of your list of uh, agree egregious things. Maybe some cinema sins, if you will, to take one from uh, Aaron Dicer's playbook. But uh, Jasmine in the live chat says it takes 90 seconds uh, to, to two minutes, 90 seconds to two minutes to warm up a cold helicopter, but uh, John Connor's chasing them immediately. Yes. So that is true. <laughs> um, I I mean, I, I don't know that I have a rating for this movie. I will say that for generally speaking, I liked it. Um, I, I didn't love it. I didn't love it like I loved the first two movies, um, but I would I would watch it again. Like it's it's a fun it's a fun movie that will never be addressed ever again. Like right. the, like yep. in Terminator Six, like they're never going to mention any of the events of Genesis. Yep. But yep. like as a one off kind of what if kind of story, I thought it was kind of cool. David in the live, live chat mentions uh, asks the question: uh, Were you entertained by this movie? Because he says he finds it uh, easily rewatchable i would watch it um by the way good to see you david my um witness protection alter ego but uh he is a great name david stotsman love it <laughs> uh so i would probably if i watch the original again which i will because I, I usually watch that once every year or two uh and then i would watch the first 20 minutes of this one but i probably would not i and i own genesis i'm not going to watch it past the first third yeah Okay, well, very cool. Um, yeah, awesome stuff, awesome sauce. Uh, anything, what have you been into lately? Mm. You know, I've been working on a lot of different projects. I, I had uh, been working on some North Korea stuff uh, for my blog. Uh, NKNews.org interviewed me uh, recently about the blog, so that was a pretty fun interview. That's really cool. Yeah, and about my time uh, in Korea and like how I got into it, so that was fun. And um, there's a, uh, a guy was caught spying for North Korea, he's an American, and uh, went to prison for it. And so I've got a copy, because it's all public info, you have to kind of dig for it. But the FBI report about all the surveillance they did uh, on him over several years, so I'm going to comb through that and like put that on my blog, so that's what I'm working on. Uh, one cool. thing I've been into lately, I want to tell you guys about this, uh, TV Sins on you on YouTube. You check it out. Our friend uh, our friend Aaron Dicer uh, has a lot to do with TV Sins and Cinema Sins. Check out TV Sins on YouTube. Uh, some great videos. Uh, they've done uh, everything wrong with Game of Thrones pilot <laughs> and everything wrong with Stranger Things first episode. Wow, that's awesome. So uh, check those out. Folks, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you on the flippity flop. We'll be back. The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1 KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1 Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5 WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. The Horror Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the thehorrormoviepodcast.com.